you're listening to Two Pauls in the Pod. I'm Paul Raymond. And I'm Paul Reed. Okay, Paul, so this episode we're going to have a listen back to last year where we interviewed quite a lot of people. Uh, it's January. Um, so I'm going to pick out some of the best bits that I think are really going to help people and add value for them in January, uh, I guess. my little favourite tidbits as well. Tidbits? Tids. 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 Yeah, I think you said tids. <laughs> Okay, let's jump into it. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to start, if that's okay, does this one of my favourite people, which is Jerry Hussey. I mentioned the episode. I know Jerry personally. I work with him um, in the Don Bombers, a group of uh, people that we talk about high performance, etc., etc. Anyway, won't bore you with that one. I'd recommend listening to this whole episode. The big problem for me here, Paul, is that this episode... We put it up because you wanted Jerry last year and we're doing this talk about redundancies because people are getting a lot of layoffs. Yeah. But the first 20 minutes of this episode is for everybody. Big and also, if you have been made redundant, make sure this is the whole episode and you've known when it's been made redundant, the whole episode. But everybody <laughs> needs to listen to the first 20 minutes. So here's my snippet and let's have a listen about high performance. With the performance, like just in the word performance, as you were talking about in sport, um, going in to help literally the performance of someone on the day of the final or the Olympics and stuff like that. Um, what you do now in performance with, you know, the everyday person who is not going to Olympics is performance. What do you mean by that? Is it just just getting through the day for some people or getting to achieve something that they always wanted to achieve? It can be anything. I talk about two things and Paul, and know, we talk about this all the time in the group he's in, uh, task and work. So your task every day is, you know, getting the kids up, getting them out, getting to school, paying the bills, getting to work, running a company. They're the tasks. Yeah. So that's the process of every day, the things I have to do. The work is getting myself ready for that. Mm. So when I wake up in the morning, how do I get myself into a mindset of clarity, composure, calmness, gratitude? How do I set myself up like a high-performing athlete for the day? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I always say, and Paul is sick to, to hear, hear me saying this, the right person with the right process doesn't have to worry about the outcome. But mm. too many people are stressed and tired and overworked and, uh, and chasing an outcome and not wondering why it's not happening. Yeah. So what I try to do to people is performance is the task. And that can be, as I said, running a business. It can be flying a helicopter. It can be performing surgery, driving a phone one car, playing high-performance sport, minding children. That's the task. The work is how I turn up into that task. My mindset, my calmness, my composure, my ability to think clearly under pressure, my ability to be met with adversity and rise through that adversity, to think clearly, to come up with options that nobody else can come up with. And the biggest expression I I use is one from Viktor Frankl that says, we can't always control what happens to us in life, but we always get to control our response. Mm. And that is the work I do. I don't try to tell people that I can make your life easy and that I can't, uh, somehow I will magically make the challenges in your life disappear. But what I do tell them is if you follow the work and you're willing to do the work, you can r- make your mind, your st- emotional, you can make yourself stronger. And when you make yourself stronger on the inside, suddenly the challenges on the outside become a little bit smaller. That's lovely. Can you just say that again? The right person, the right process. What's that? Can you say that again? Yeah, the right person with the right process never worries about the outcome. So That's for right. me, trying to build a business, trying to buy a house, as Paul will know, trying to you know fall in love, trying to employ staff, trying to be a dad, you know, all of these things are difficult. Mm. But every morning I wake up and I, I do my own morning routine and I ask myself the question, today, who do I, I want to be? Mm. What would the best version of me look like? How would this be? 
how would they communicate to people? What are my values? Mm. And if I can control nothing outside of me, but I can control everything inside of me, then how do I choose to turn up in the day? Yeah. And if I can get that right in the morning, by the time the kids wake up, by the time the emails start going, I'm entering into my day from a totally different space. Yeah. And if I don't take that time, then I'm meeting stress and anxiety of the external world with inner stress and anxiety, and it's multiplied. Yeah, that's lovely. Told you he was good. <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> Every time I hear Jerry speak, I'm like, and you you did tell me he was good, and I did yeah. sit there, and I wasn't sceptical, but I did go, is this guy as good as that? Yeah, he is good. Yeah, he's very good. In fairness, I, I, you know what? I picked that clip because Jerry talks about a lot in, in that clip is the, the the right person, the right process, the outcome be there. Um, and what I've learned from working with Jerry over the last number of years is that you don't have to be a high-performing athlete. You don't have to be going to the Olympics or be the boxer mm. to be a high-performance person. You don't even have to be the CEO, the manager. As Jerry said, you could be looking after the kids. You could be working from home. You could be an employee. It doesn't have to be like a big in in your head you don't have to build up to have a high job yeah. or a high performance athlete getting up having the positivity ticking off the task and going through the process but he talks about like if it's minding kids or managing a team or you know running 100 meters over and over again to better your time as an athlete that's the task the job is actually shown up in the best way possible to complete that task so look I hope that helps somewhat for people in January I know it's the middle of January but I would highly recommend going back and listen to that one that's that's one I, I send to people if people go oh you have a podcast um, and all that stuff and I go yeah yeah and I actually send that one because it kind of covers all base as you say the first mm. 20 minutes particularly um, and how I turn up for a task is something I have written in many journals many like notes for myself yeah it's such a good uh, good kind of um, motto to have or just kind of have it in the back of your mind there I, I actually am not just saying this to the listeners uh, of the pod but obviously we, we decided when we were coming back in January to do the listen back so obviously listening to all the podcasts again yeah. and I'm not just saying this was in the car I was blown away by the conversation we had because sometimes when you're doing a pod like we are yeah. and you're planning it and you show up and someone's talking you're thinking about what you have to ask them next, the next thing, and yeah. I, not, not being smart I very rarely listen to the full episodes back and white is the yeah. one or two snippets or hear them online um, but I was blown away by Jerry I'm sorry I work with Jerry on a regular basis like weekly at minimum uh, I'd see or hear, hear from Jerry and uh, yeah he, he he never fails to, to, to amaze me but he also found myself breaking my heart laughing at some yeah. of the other podcasts yeah, I was actually yeah. quite proud driving home uh, the last few days is when I actually listened to them all again and p- picked out the snippets that I wanted well, same here um, it's hard to listen to yourself it's hard to listen to you kind of trying to think of a question and again I'm just coming in from a non-financial point of view so I'm kind of going uh, but then when I asked the question I was like, oh yeah that's yeah I actually still want to know that yeah. and sometimes for me particularly like like we have with Peter with the tax one and stuff. I know Peter well, Peter. Daly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know him very well, but I still had to listen back when I was doing my own tax this year. I had to listen back to that quite a number of times. Yeah, going, what did he say there? Yeah. And it's just so clear. And it's I was really proud of that. Yeah, well, that's good. That's that's very good. Right, give us your clip, Paul. What are you going to pick first? Um, yeah, it's Kaz Mooney when um, we had a chat with her about uh, budgeting. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it makes sense for January. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that so, whole episode again. Sorry, the problem. And then I would go back and yeah. <laughs> don't listen to the snippets. Just listen to the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, let's get let's have a listen a, to your snippet. I feel like this is a bit like Gogglebox where you get to see just a bit of the the show. You get to listen to yeah. bits of the show, and then you go, Do you know, what? I want to watch the whole show. I, I want to I want to listen to that's it all. Pretty cool. So yeah, here we in Gogglebox. Who am I on yeah. Gogglebox? In the Irish or the English one? The English one. Yeah. Um, Did you watch the Irish one? No, I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, I've watched a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. 
sorry is it not not being anti-Irish but yeah it's not that great no. the UK one's brilliant the UK one's brilliant who am I who are you I love um, the couple in the caravan with your man I think you're, you're him yeah I think so. <laughs> <laughs> she's dead isn't she's she? so she reminds me their relationship yeah, is she, great yeah, though yeah, she reminds me I love Gogglebox and I think they it's a great Dickies. show yeah I think they're I brilliant I love them I like the, uh, the the father and the two boys um, uh, Dave and the, the dog yeah. oh Dave not died the, the dog, yeah, 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 yeah. The dad, the mom, and the two kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he lost some weight, that lad. Said the dad. Have you seen him in the, the recent talking about that? He, oh, no. Yeah. Oh man, has he? Yeah. Oh, like he's Who like, are you talking about, Dave Manchester? The dad, yeah. The, who does the face? And he has the dog, the dog, yeah, the big, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Him, Dave. Yeah, the yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay, well, look, uh, you're gonna talk. Let's let's listen to your let's clip from Cats. So my big, biggest tip when it comes to a uh, to starting a budget or trying to be better with your money, I suppose, is to get a budget and put it down somewhere. So yeah. write down pen and paper, a personal budget planner. You know, you've got a really good budget and book uh, that, that's available on your on, on your Instagram page, and your website as well. I've got a personal budget template for you to download as well. So go wherever you want, get it and start nailing it and just writing down what's coming into the household on a monthly basis. Don't forget about the social welfare, the kids, children's allowance, all those type of things. Anywhere to hit your account, record it and then record all your outcomes. That's probably my biggest tip. Just start doing that first of all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would say as well, it's really important to know exactly what um, your baseline is. Great. So really know um, exactly where you have what you have to pay for every month, and that would go along with your budget, of course. Um, that no matter what happens to your income or what happens to your lifestyle, this is what I have to pay for every yeah. month. That's Brilliant. Great. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go rob uh, the emergency fund then after that. So once you have your budget done and you've found out what your kind of your cause mm-hmm. is, the monthly basis, your baseline, get your emergency fund set up. So that's yeah. number three. Then I would say you need to set your goals. So see exactly what you're working towards. And this is when you would bring in your partner or your family, whoever you want to include in that conversation, um, especially a partner, if you're both yeah. bringing an income into that. Um, house. So, Paul, that was a really good clip because, in fairness, a lot of people are thinking in January, how do I budget? How do I get back on it? In fairness to Kaz's uh, personal budget uh, book, it's really good as well. Get over to our Instagram page, download, it'll help you a lot this year as well. We also have a free um, personal budget or personal finance planner on askpaul.ie uh, website on Instagram page. So, which, you know, get that one as well. It's, it's free to download. Uh, but yeah, budgeting this time of year, half the country or more is going to be interested in it. Yeah. Uh, and I like those, I like those two, two or three snippets that we took or four examples that we had. Um, so yeah, hopefully that adds value to people too. Yeah, Will, and there's, there's quite a few more examples. You take one each for quite a while there and each one is just really brilliant, valuable stuff that I've, again, listening back going, oh yeah, that's brilliant. I need to do yeah. that. You know, yeah. just rem- little reminders. Little reminders, yeah. So again, uh, check that episode out if you are really into that's the budgeting, budgeting Cal, from, from 20, for 2024. So next up, I am going to go with our episode of Rory's Stories. Uh, Rory was great. Like, do you know why I actually picked this snippet is that I don't think I've ever laughed as hard in the pods <laughs> Uh, it's absolutely hilarious he was really funny again I keep saying this this isn't a whole episode wherever you have time but I I found this honesty absolutely unbelievable especially when he was talking about his ADHD and school and being bold to be honest with you kind of reminded myself of myself a lot he talks about his report cards being giddy being disruptive etc so I think his honesty I think he's going to help a lot of people but I've taken this snippet about him talking about 
and th- this is for anybody that's listening to the pod that might be in their 20s and hasn't haven't got it figured out yet I asked Rory how to start Rory's stories and how to come about and he gives an exa- example actually just let's listen to yeah, it yeah yeah Oh God, where do you start? So, uh, yeah, so like I, I struggled in various jobs for years. Like I worked, um, I went to be an electrician uh, and like my dad, typical Irish man, oh, you're a fucking shite in school, go get yourself an electrician yeah, trade yeah. or whatever. And I was never any good at that. Big, massive banana fingers on the, like really clumsy hands. So I was yeah. never going to be a delicate little electrician and blow yeah. that gaff up. So uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, but I... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what my dad was thinking but anyway uh, I went to Foss and Fingers like and lads were wiring all around me and I yeah. hadn't a breeze what was going on I remember going back then to my manager and he was like Rory he said there was eight, eight, eight modules in, in, in Foss and you passed one and he said we've never had anyone ever uh, fail seven what the hell are you doing and I said to Mick fucking pass one did it jeez that's what really is yeah I said which one Mick I'm just kind of curious what a fluke and he said it was your attendance that passes as a module so I said alright so anyway electrician gone then I, I got a job in, in Quinn Direct Insurance um, in Blanche when wow. Quinn was obviously booming uh, they were taking on anyone uh, and uh, they took me on so they definitely were taking on anyone and he winked <laughs> me way into a job there and I uh, worked there for uh, maybe two years and I remember like uh, uh, like I hadn't a fucking clue like I mean like like I'm probably half the reason he like went what? to his knees oh stop like, so, like I, I peaked in fourth class in primary school and there'd be yeah. people emailing me and I don't even know the words they were saying and I just start deleting all these emails I don't have a clue what this lad's on about <laughs> just deleting them and these are like solicitor letters soon Quinn Direct and I'm like having a breeze with your on about I pal. can't see it it doesn't <laughs> exist and, uh, yeah yeah and the med me man Manager being, I mean, my manager being like, geez, Roy, you're very sufficient. You've, you've zero in your inbox. Ah, yeah, I'm a quick learner. <laughs> I'm a quick learner. I know you go. Anyway, I, I used to, I, I, remember, I remember walking in every day being like, surely they're going to find me out today. This is madness. And then one day, my manager called me in. She's Rory, I'm going to ask you a question. And they're like, honestly, yeah. I said, have you any idea what you're, what you're doing here? I said, I've absolutely no idea. <laughs> she was amazing. like, I'm glad you said that because uh, we found a few solicitor letters and we were being fined. Like, you know, it was big ship, like to a 20 year old, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then uh, she was like, to be honest, the only reason you're still here is because you're good morale for the team. And I says, so what you're saying is I'm shy in my job I'm just good cracks okay. like exactly I was like, All right. <laughs> I was like I'm going to take the positives out of that okay so that's, uh, I yeah. just uh, like I was listening to this in the car the other day and I nearly crashed I was absolutely because I kind of forgot half of the because po- again we did yeah, so many did so episodes many. last year and I actually took more out of the ADH piece of them being honest yeah yeah but when I listened back to <laughs> deleting all the emails he's like George direct. Costanza in, uh, but in, in his honesty and how he got to where he is and I'm just delighted for the lad that he's doing so well See, he has a new book out as well yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's his fifth book I mean he's absolutely fine for you know where he's come from as in with the ADHD and being the measure in glass yeah. and being people call them stupid he, he, he's really honest in the interview What the reason I picked that Paul though genuinely was for people that might feel a little bit lost or yeah. people that feel that they want to change a career or change a direction or they're in the wrong spot um, you know listen to that I will lift your spirits um, and, and just try and change your direction and don't delete the emails if you're in a job don't <laughs> <laughs> you gotta just forward them uh, on to someone even just, yeah. or, uh, what do you say there about being electrician kind of blow 
or a gaffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, absolute legend. Yeah. Uh, really, really nice guy. And it was a pleasure. Lovely and we went guy. for a meal with him afterwards, yeah, actually, yeah, the Shanahan's he was He was such a lovely guy. And you could see why he does well in schools as well. Like, the kids will love oh, that the, and stuff. Oh, that's the sense. The honesty, uh, yeah. uh, he's just such a good guy. And he's been he's true. He's guy. been true to Mill. Yeah, he has. He yeah. has. But like I said, if it's uh, hopefully that will inspire people in January in that episode as well. Yeah. What have you got next? Well, it's actually one that I've listened to quite a number of times because when I was doing my tax this year and I send it to a lot of people as well doing their tax and particularly my business is Peter Daly, uh, his one on the finance of tax. The man of many talents, actor, accountant, tax writer. guy, everything, writer. It's a lovely guy Director. as well in fairness. He's all right. <laughs> anyway, let's have a listen to this and then we'll, we'll come back. One of the questions I often get as well is what actually are you allowed to claim back, yeah. Yeah. particularly with medical expenses? Well, Revenue have an excellent big long list of what is allowable and what's not allowable. Stuff like for dental and uh, eye care, ophthalmic care, generally speaking, routine dental and routine ophthalmic care is not allowed. So you're getting your eye test or getting new glasses, not allowed, or getting fillings or a checkup, not allowed. But non-routine dental is allowed. And then there's a massive big long list of other stuff that is allowed uh, in general medical expenses and stuff that isn't. And then certain things are allowed if they're recommended or prescribed by, by a doctor. The Actually, the big one there is celiacs. Oh, yes. Yeah, so if you're celiac and you have, like, uh, you know, you go to Dunn stores and you buy your gluten-free mm. bread, yeah. that's allowable. And yeah. actually, if you wanted to value... Yeah. yeah, if you... Don't be no, pretending no. you're celiac. I have so. deep bread. I have issues. Yeah, I have issues. And if you have to drink, like, Guinness or Bulmers, you know my best. <laughs> that's allowed. No, but seriously, if you're a celiac, right, and you have... friends who are. Yeah, and you, yeah. say, have gluten-free bread, mm-hmm. it does stores and Tesco, I think, if you want your value club or whatever it's called, uh, it will track your receipts and get you know what you spent on gluten-free products huh. and if your GP has subscri- prescribed them uh, you'll get them back on your med warrant up to 20% sorry the tax return here is 20% and their tax rebate is 20% yeah. but uh, yeah so a lot of people don't well, know there's that. a few listeners that will be listening to this one in particular they're actors and I, they will be listening get on it yeah, because yeah. yes, they are yeah. and they do spend a lot of money on that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so that, that list is there, Peter. It's a really good list on the mm-hmm. revenue.re uh, website. And you can go, or you just put in the med, med one uh, list on yeah. Google, you'll get it, okay? Exactly. That was really good. That was a good, good selection, actually. Um, and I forgot about the Zediacs. Actually, you know, every time I do a kind of an interview the other time on radio and I'm talking about med one expense, I'll always mention that because. I reckon there's so many no celiacs I reckon there's so many people that don't realise that they can do that with their with their food shop that was mad for me like I had a good few people who are celiacs and all that kind of stuff going I did not know that or family members or kids or something that they have to get different things for but uh, but yeah Peter Daly's list there for tax uh, purposes was I swear to God I've written that down and then I'd ring him and go what were you saying about the teats there even though (laughs) I'm listening to me asking him the question I'm then reaffirming that he's like yeah no you can't claim that or whatever but um, it's brilliant it's a really clear episode as well really yeah it's a good episode of all about tax and self-employed and what you can and can't do and what you'll be considering yeah. so uh, yeah prob- probably one of those again you'd want to be listening back especially for self-employed yeah or an actor used to talk a lot of acting shit in that one as well, oh, well that's what we are I'm a better actor than you well I am better than him um, so okay uh, have you got one more there yes I do actually Bob, we have Jer Herbert uh, and the pod we did with Jer uh, talking about motoring this is really interesting I think a lot of people might be thinking of a new car in January or trading the car up or whatever this year um, so yeah let, let's get into this with Jer and explain why I've picked this snippet in a couple of seconds when we come back do you want me to explain first of all what a PCP is for I'd people love who that. don't? <laughs> okay, I, Paul's looking confused. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, keeping the figures just really simple. Say you're looking at buying a car worth 30,000, right. right? First of all, you need to put down a deposit. Now, you can put anywhere between 10% and 30%. So again, just for simplicity, we're going to say that you put down a 10% deposit. Yeah. So you pay 3,000 euros down. That's it. That's forgotten about, right? The dealer then says to you at the end of the PCP contract, which is usually about three years, the car that you are looking at buying now is going to be worth 15,000. Mm-hmm. Right, so you forget about that 15,000, right? So you have the 30,000 minus the 3,000 that you put down as a deposit minus the 15 it's going to be worth in three years time and what you're left with is 12,000 12,000 that's the example yeah and that's what you're going to pay back over the next three years monthly plus interest okay okay now at the end of the three years you've got three choices you can hand back the keys and say really enjoy that but I don't want to know anymore, thank you, and move on to somewhere else. You can roll on to another PCP. Now, if it turns out that the value of that car is actually more than 15,000 and it's now worth 17,000, you can take the 2,000 equity and use it towards a deposit for your next one. And that's the ideal way PCP works. Or you decide, which is not the way PCP should work, that you loved the car so much, you don't want to part with it and you want to pay for it. In that case, you have to stump up for the 15,000. And there are far better ways of buying a car. So if you actually want to own a car i don't think pcp is for you but if you want the use of a car and you're paying much less than what a bank loan would would cost you then that's where pcp works yeah i I think you're right i think it can work quite well for some people a lot of people will change their car every three years in fairness and it can work well in that example because they're going to be in a bank loan anyway every three years it might as well nearly be in the pcp in that price the big problem i've had in the past is that or currently as well is that a lot of these contracts on the past for listeners that might be in a pcp contract would have attracted 0% interest because money was very cheap two years ago. So if you're paying that 12000 in your example, you might have been paying at 0% interest rate, okay? So just let's give a figure of 200 quid a month, just hypothetically speaking a month. When you come back in to change the car or you come back in to roll over, you're probably going to see an interest rate of 8% plus. So your monthly repayment's going to go up substantially. So anyone that's in the PCP contract, in my opinion, I think you're probably way better off trying to get out before the three years are up now, go to the credit union, go to a bank, get a traditional loan and clear it down because that 200 euro, whatever you're paying, is going to jump up if you want to roll over because the cost of new cars has gone up as well substantially over the last few years. And also the cost of interest, and it has to be in play, where a lot of these mm-hmm. contracts previously were 0% interest. Paul, um, the reason I picked that is that I do have a big issue with PCP, and I was probably being a little bit more conservative with Jerry in the room. Um, I don't like them. I never did. I mentioned in the episode that clip about interest rates going up compared to when you bought your PCP two years ago or three mm. years ago, whenever it was. But also, something's really out to happen in the car industry since we did that episode, which oh, yeah. wasn't that long ago. And at the price of second-hand cars are going down. So those guaranteed future values, again, I think they're going to really struggle. And I think the car, I, and I said this so Why is ma- that? Why has that happened? Because it's, it's, it's like the housing market. It's yeah, just yeah. got oversupplied now. So it was, it was you couldn't buy new cars a few years ago yeah. because of uh, the chips and COVID-19 and supply chains. Uh, so second-hand car market went up. So that guaranteed future value went up. And, and now you have a situation where you fucking second cars everywhere yeah. and people don't want to buy new cars you know as much so um, yeah I, I really dislike PCP for that reason and, and I think I mentioned that episode as well that there's a little bit of buyer beware here and that I'm just not convinced that the consumers are being educated well enough on PCP when they're buying the car you see the sticker you see the Beamer you see the you know whatever car you're going for the Volkswagen the ID4 whatever it is you see it and it says like it's you know, drive this car for 400 quid a month. You've got a 
massive balloon payment at the end of this payment. So, yeah, you know, at huge, the end yeah. of this term. So, I think buyer beware, not a big believer of PCP. We're going to buy a new car this year. Just get a car loan or use cash if you have cash. Well, for just me, yeah, money. on that episode, I just listened to that back again. There was a lot of maths there. I was doing a bit of a couple of maths. But at the same time for me, but... Uh, it was great to hear both sides of that, and it was yeah. it was great to hear that that's what you're saying about the 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 market now in terms of cars, yeah. second hand cars. Yeah, no, it is. It's really interesting. Joe, the, the the chat with Jay was brilliant. Oh, I keep saying this. Listen to this episode. Well, he was two big time. car heads. That yeah, was exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really enjoyed the conversation yeah. with her. It was really good. So if you are anyway into cars, or if you're thinking of buying a car this year, I would number one probably follow Jay. Um, and actually, just to say as well, I did see a new car come out, BYD, um, and it is flying. BYD. I mean, BYD. BYD. They've taken over. Uh, um, bring your own rifle money. That's not what I'm saying. Build your dream, is it? Yeah. There you go, Shane. Oh. Ask Shane. There you go. Ask Shane here. <laughs> it's a build your dream. But epic. I'm bought already. I'm yeah, bought yeah, really yeah. into it. So, uh, yeah, I just, again, if you're looking for a new car in that area, they've taken, sorry, I just noticed this the other day in the press. They've taken over Tesla in relation to manufacturing. They're a Chinese company yeah, and they are flying. Jerry mentioned that at the end. I remember yeah, being, they're a yeah. very high selling car. But they did. I think we mentioned all oh, fair though. I think oh, I, I don't know whether we it mentioned it on the pod. I can't remember actually now you say yeah. it, but I think it was off air um, when we finished. So yeah, BYD, uh, it's being brought into Ireland there. Um, you know, actually, no, the, the guy you brought it in mentions name, but uh, yeah, well, if you want to give him a really show or BYD want to give me a show and let, I'll just test drive the car. You know, <laughs> people get sponsored with cars. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, uh, so yeah. BYD want to uh, hit you up for a car. You're into that, yeah? BYD, I can do your voiceovers if you want as well, and you just give me the car. Build your dream. Yeah, Shane wants one as well. Yeah, Shane, do you want one? I'll have one. Yeah, yeah fair. She's the only one who want BYD. So yeah, I'll even drive it. Like, yeah, I don't okay, need a driver. Yeah. Great. I'll be your driver. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Well, we need one car. We just. So I was going to say two peas in a pod, but you know. Uh, nice. You know, nice, nice. No, oh, fucking tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that really bad note, that's that episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you found value, and please do get back and listen to the old episodes because yeah. there's some really good content, especially for January. It's brilliant. Um, and we we did do them to be always there for people. If you have credit card issues and all that kind of stuff, um, go back and listen to the episode. It's still relevant. Yeah. As, as today, you know. Yeah. And go- what I'd love to do with the pod is that I hope people go back over the episodes that that really interests me and they listen to and that's mm-hmm. why we kind of did the first episode was the first series we did was all about kind of education on you know pensions mortgages first time buyer second time buyer car loans debt emergency funds investments all the kind of basis and yeah. then the interviewers were supposed to talk about you know getting to know people better from a kind of a monetary point of view so cars of the budgeting car finance with Jer Dev Toner even talking about the change of his career for people yeah, that retired early and going to different careers Peter Daly from a tax point of view so we're trying to just break up the content but we hope you're enjoying the pod do let us know if you are send me an Instagram message uh, to the askpod.ie website uh, Instagram page and if you want to uh, suggest any content for the future uh, hit us up and we'll try and discuss and if you have any questions on all those podcasts if you go back and listen to any of them just yeah hit us up with a question and we can, we can uh, do a recap uh, from some of those episodes as well in future episodes excellent yeah. we'll see you next week Paul see you next week Paul <laughs>